Hello everyone, welcome back to 9 to 9. We are in chapter 24 and I'm not gonna say much because this is just a lot, it's a really really long chapter and we're just gonna go through it without any commentaries and I just want to see how long that takes. Alright, let's go. Abraham was old, but still immersed in daily life. God had blessed Abraham with everything, including a son. Abraham said to his servant, the senior member of his house, who was in charge of everything he had, Please place your hand under my thigh to swear an oath. I will make you swear by God, the God of the heavens and the God of the, of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughter of the Canaanites, among whom I live. Rather, you should go to my land, to my birthplace, and you will take a wife for my son, for Isaac. The servant said to him, What if the woman will not want to follow me to this land? Shall I take your son back to the land from where you came? Abraham said to him, Be insistent not to take my son back to there. God, the God of the heavens, who took me from my father's house in Haran and from the land of Ur, of the Chaldin, Ur and Chaldeans, where I was born, who spoke to me about my needs and swore to me at the covenant of the, of the parts, saying, I will give you this land to your descendants. He will send his angel ahead of you, and you will take a wife for my son from there. If the woman doesn't want to follow you, then you will absolve of this oath of mine. But don't take my son back there. The servant placed his hand under the thigh of Abraham. Under the thigh of Abraham. That's an interesting place to put your hand. Um, his master and made him this oath. So we're about to experience the first shidduch. And it goes way too easy than what we go through today. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, so... It's even titled here, Eliezer's Successful Trip. <laughs> the servant took ten camels from his master's stock of muzzled uh, camels, and he left. In his hand were all of his master's belongings. He set out and went to Aram, Nacharaim, Nachor city. He made the camels lie down outside of the city besides the well of water towards the evening time when the girls go out to draw water. He said, O oh God, the God of my masters, Abraham, please let something happen to, to me today and do kindness to my master, Abraham. Look, I am standing by the water well. The daughters of the city residents are coming out to draw water. If I say to a girl, please tilt down your pitcher and let me drink, she, and she says, drink and I will also give your camels to drink she will be fit to be chosen by you for your servant for Isaac since she performs acts of kindness if she is from the right family and she knows kindness I will know that through her you have acted kindly with my master he had not yet finished speaking and look Rebecca the daughter of Betuel son of Milka who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor, came out. I wonder if he knew. 
Um, and her picture was on her shoulder. The girl was very pretty, a virgin, and no man had known her. Of course, they would say that. This is the first thing they say about a woman. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher, and came back up. When he saw that the water rose from the well towards her, the servant ran towards her and said, Please, let me sip a little water from your pitcher. She said, Drink, sir. She quickly took down her pitcher from her shoulder into her hand and gave him a drink. When she finished giving him a drink, she said, I will also draw water from your camels until they have finished drinking. Ah, it's like your biggest fantasy is just like exactly word to word happen. <laughs> it's just like too good to be true. It's crazy. Um, she quickly emptied her pitcher into into the through and into the through and ran to the well again to draw water. She drew water for all his camels. The man was amazed by her. He observed her silently to know whether God had led his way to success or not. Then, when the camels had finished drinking, the man took a golden nose ring weighing a becca and two bracelets weighing ten gold shekels for her hands. After giving her the present, he said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me if there is a place for us to stay in your father's house. For us, that means Isaac did come with him. Hmm. She said to him, I am the daughter of Betuel, the son born to Milka and Nacho. In response to the second question, she said to him, We have plenty of straw and folder and also a place to stay. The man kneeled and prostrated himself to God. He said, Blessed is God, the God of my master, Abraham, who has not withheld his loving kindness and his truth from my master. God has led me on the path to the house of my master's brother. brothers. The girl ran, and she told her mother, who was sitting in her workhouse, what had happened. Rebecca had a brother whose name was Lavan. Lavan ran to the man outside by the fountain because he saw the nose ring and the bracelet on his sister's hand. And he heard his sister Rebecca say, This is what the man said to me. So he set his eyes on the money. So he came to the man, and look, he was standing over the camels at the, at the well. He said, Come, you who are blessed by God, why should you stand outside when I have cleared the house of idols and made a place for the camels? So the man came to the house, unmuseled the camels. The camels. Laban, Laban gave straw and fodder to the camels and water to Eliezer to wash his feet and the feet of the man who accompanied him. Oh, so maybe it was just some random men and not Isaac. Food was placed before him and he said, I will not eat until I have spoken, to my, spoken my words. Speak, said the host. He said, I am Abraham's servant. God blessed my masters tremendously 
and he became great. God gave him sheep, cattle, silver, gold, manservant, maidservant, camels, and donkeys. After sh what a show off! <laughs> After she had become old, Sarah, my master's wife, gave birth to a son for my master. My master has given him all that he possesses. My master made me swear, saying, Do not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites. In worse land I dwell. Instead, you must go to my father's house, to my family, and take a wife from my son, for my son. I said to my master, What if the woman will not want to follow me? He replied, God, before whom I walked, will send his angel with you and lead you and lead your way to success. You should take a wife for my son, from my family, from my father's house. You will then be absolved from my oath when you come to my family. If they do not give her to you, you will be absolved from my oath. So I came today to the well, and I said, God, the God of my master Abraham, please lead my way to success. Look, I am standing by the well. When a girl comes out to draw water, I will say to her, Please give me a little water to drink from your pitcher. And she says to me, You and your man too can drink, and I will also draw water from your camel. She is the woman whom God has designated for my master's son. Honestly, like, no wonder this chapter is so long because it's just a repetition, word for word, of what, like, he's just telling them what he came to do, and we just read this. <laughs> I had not yet finished speaking to myself, and Rebecca suddenly came out with her pitcher on her shoulder, went down to the well, and drew water. I said to her, please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her pitcher from her shoulder and said drink and i will give your camels to drink too i drank and she gave the camels to drink i questioned her questioned her and said whose daughter are you she replied the daughter of betuel the son born to milkada and nahal and i and i then placed the ring on her nose and the bracelet on her hands this is like the I'm pretty sure this is where Khina comes from with the bracelets. You know, if you're Moroccan, you know what I mean? And I, I'm sure it, it comes from this. Like, this this is the engagement party, okay? I kneeled and prostrated myself to God, and I blessed God, the God of my master, Abraham, who led me to the true path to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you want to be kind and truthful to my master, tell me. If not, say so, and I will turn to the right and find a girl from the daughter of Ishmael, or to the left and find a girl from the daughter of Lot. Oi. <laughs> Oi, bye. The consent. Laban and Betuel replied, saying, This thing has come from God. We cannot refuse you for any reason, either bad or good. Rebecca is now yours. So much for freedom of speech and a woman deciding. Um, yeah, not gonna happen here. But she's 
a lucky girl because she's got a very special guy waiting for her. He gave, um, take her and leave and let her be a wife for your master's son and God has, as God has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he prostrated himself on the, on the ground to God. Later, when he saw Rebekah, the servant took out silver and gold items and pieces of clothing, and he gave them to Rebekah. He gave delicious fruits from the land of Canaan to her brother and her mother. Both Eliezer... Talk about spoiling a woman, huh? <laughs> he gave um, both Eliezer and the man who accompanied him ate and drank, and they stayed overnight. When they got up in the morning, Eliezer said, Send me away to my master. Rebecca's brother and mother said, Let the girl stay with us a year or ten months afterwards. She will go. Ah, I thought she, they, I thought this was, I thought immediately she would come. But no, a year. She stayed a year or ten months. No, hold on. A year or ten months. Oh, I did not know that. He said to them, Do not delay me now that the gods have made my trip successful. Send me away and I will go to my master. They said, Let us call the girl and ask her. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, she says something about this very shortly. From here we learn that one may not marry off a woman without her consent. Oh! Booyah! That's what I like to hear. So they're saying you could take her, but wait a, wait a year or ten months. And he's like, come on. I, I think, I think, I think this is what is happening. Come on. I came all the way and you're, you're going to make me wait. Like, uh like give it. Give me to her right now. And so they don't know what to do. So they just ask her. And this is where we learn that a woman needs consent. This. This is where. They called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go, whether you like it or not. Ah. <laughs> So they sent away their sister Rebecca with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebecca, saying to her, Our sister, may you come to be thousands of myriads, and may your descendants inherit the city of their enemies, as God blessed Abraham. Rebecca and her maidens set off riding on camels, following the man. The servant took Rebecca and left. Bye-bye. Peace. And now, the marriage of Isaac and Rebecca. Isaac had returned from escorting Hagar from Ber-Lachai-Roy to Abraham so that he could marry her. Hagar? Wait, what? What is Hagar? What is happening here? He was living in the southern part of the land. Isaac went out to pray in the field towards evening. He looked up and saw, look, camels were approaching. 
Rebecca looked up and saw Isaac, and she was stunned by his splendid appearance. She lowered herself from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field towards us? Ooh, la la la. The servant said, He is my master. She took the, she took the veil and covered herself. Whoa, what is happening here? She took the veil and covered herself. The servant, oh, wait, oh, the servant told Isaac about all the miraculous thing that had been done for him. Isaac brought her to the tent of his mother, Sarah. He took Rebecca. She became his wife, and he loved her. Isaac was con confronted for the loss of his mother. Well, a lot of things are happening, like boom, 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 right after the other. And that's the end of the chapter. It took me 17 minutes. I guess you know without a commentary. It took me about 15 minutes just reading it. Wow. Okay. <sighs> Isaac was confronted for the loss of his mother. So Isaac brought her to the tent of his mother, Sarah, suggesting that he brought her to the tent, and look, it was Sarah, his mother, i.e. she became the likeness of Sarah, his mother. For as long as Sarah was alive, a candle burned from one Shabbat to the next, and the dough would be blessed, and a cloud was attached to the tent. When she, uh, when she died, things ceased, but when Rebecca arrived, they resumed. Rashi based this comment on the Midrash. However, he ignored the fourth pra practice mentioned there, that Sarah's door were always open wide for the poor. For Rashi brought only the three miracles that correspond to three commandments which a woman take the primary, primary, the primary responsibility, spending a portion of dough, separating, I have to sneeze. Lighting Shabbat candles. Um, and the law of family purity, symbolized by the cloud fixed to the tent. Since the fourth um, practice mentioned in the Midrash had no special significance, Rashi omitted it. Wait, oh having an open door for the poor? Is that it? In recent years, the custom for girls to light Shabbat candles before their marriage has re-emerged. This is actually an ancient practice which is indicated by Rashi's comment to verse 67. Here we see that Rebecca lit candles before she was married. For only after Isaac had taken her into the tent of Sarah, his mother, and witnessed her Shabbat candles burning for the entire week, did he take her to be his wife. In fact, it was primarily the observance of his commandments that proved to Isaac um, um, 
of this commandment that proved to Isaac the suitability of Rebekah as a spouse, as a mother in Israel. Wow. I love that. It's beautiful. That is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful chapter. And it's like the first shidduch. It's so cute. Okay, and that is the end of chapter um, 24. Yashakoach.